Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Ellie Dankabarty, Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for Why It Matters. And indeed, this does matter. I think COVID-19 has proven that businesses in Singapore, whatever size you are, actually, you could use a lot of collaborative help in hard times. And yep. we've seen many examples of that since COVID-19, you know, like delivery platforms, collaborating with hawkers uh, to help get them online, to help tide over this period of difficulty. So in trying times, it's always nice to see larger companies or those with a little more muscle help the smaller ones around them. Yeah. yeah. And while the Singapore government has found many ways to help our SMEs through the pandemic, many are still struggling though, especially on the digitalization front. That seems to be the go-to, right? Digitalization. Well, uh, there was a study done by ASME and Microsoft that's titled SME Digital Transformation Study. Mm. And it found that 56% of SMEs survey said it was too expensive to digitalize due to the high implementation costs. And then there are also cybersecurity issues. Mm. So enters Prudential Singapore. They've announced a partnership with Neon Polytechnic and ST Engineering. They aim to help SMEs with the knowledge and resources to go digital. Mm, and to do it securely ah, as yes. well, which yes, is very, very important. Yeah. Uh, so Prudential has also partnered Switch to provide SMEs with access to co-working spaces of various sorts at competitive rates uh, to empower them with that ability to work from anywhere and to grow their business at the same time. Well, I can't wait to find out more about this. Uh, let's speak with Go Teng Kiet, who is Chief Customer Officer for Prudential Singapore. Teng Kiet, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Elliot. Good morning, Baraki. I'm very, very well. And TGIF. Oh, oh TGIF. indeed. Oh, you're speaking our language now. Thanks for reminding <laughs> us it is Friday. TGIF, yeah. indeed. Really looking forward to the weekend. I hope you Absolutely. are too. Uh, the thing is, the thing is, thank you. I have always associated Prudential solely with insurance. And I think a lot of Singaporeans do as well. Yeah. Uh, so how did all of this come about where you're actually helping to support SMEs in their digitalization journey? Well, our corporate purpose is all about uh, helping everyone get the most out of life. And I think we definitely include the SME market as one of our very important markets. We all well know that it is an important pillar of the Singapore economy, the SMEs. In terms of number of businesses, they do take up 99% of the, the business mm. in Singapore and employ 70% of the workforce. That is easily about 2.6 million of our workforce. So we want to take care of them. We want to make sure that the SMEs do well, especially uh, during this crisis where the need to engage their customers through the digital means is uh, extremely important right now. And when the SMEs do well, uh, I think the workforce will do well as well. So uh, as what you mentioned earlier just now, the study that's done by the uh, Association of Small Medium Size Enterprises and Microsoft did mention that the local SMEs are citing the lack of employees with digital skills as one of the challenges that they face. And uh, you know, going digital right now, they, they, they don't just want to be future ready. They definitely feel that it is, in fact, a matter of survival in this current pandemic. Actually, it just hit me, you know. Digitalization uh, is business insurance. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. And, so, and hence Prudential, right? Quite, quite yeah. apt. Yeah. So let's get into the details then. What are you doing to help these SMEs? 
So for the last few years, uh, we have been not just uh, you know, looking internally as well to look at what we can offer for the SMEs to help them and their employees, but we're also extending that to our partners to see what partners can come in uh, that are relevant uh, to meet the needs of the SMEs. And uh, I think we are, we are very lucky to have very helpful partners as well. And recently, we signed up with three partners, uh, MOUs, such that they can extend their support and help to these SMEs. One of them is actually Mian Poly. Mm. Uh, as what you said, they are a fine institution, great institution of which uh, they have a great group of uh, students. We have uh, actually teamed up with their year three students of uh, their School of Business and Accountancy who specialize in business digitization. So we are actually tasking these students to help out with these SMEs to give them what we coin as a digital commerce playbook. This is, in fact, a pilot uh, program that we started running in September to help them to look at the businesses of the SMEs and to take that and customize what they would need to go on and start off their digital journey. And uh, we started this pilot program in September with 30 SMEs. And what they are, they are tasked to do is to uh, actually assign to these participating SMEs and provide practical help on the use of digital technologies that are available that best meet their business needs. Mm. So some of them actually would, would be as simple as how do they increase their traffic to their, to their website, right? By working well with tools such as the uh, Google Analytics, or even looking at development of content for their social media, and also even uh, more advanced technologies such as chat what that can be put onto their SME website. Uh, so quite a few benefit, um, SMEs actually benefited from there. And we have players, SMEs come from different industries, some from the fire protection industry, some from uh, e-commerce sort of uh, industry that sells tableware and kitchenware. And oh. they help them to strengthen their social media presence and their customer engagement. Can you give us a specific example of an SME that maybe started with zero digital efforts uh, but is now thriving because they've put some in place? Well, I, I think most of the SMEs are quite uh, fortunately have started in some form of digitalization. Uh, I just want to quote one. Uh, there's one SME that we work with known as Hearts Green. Uh, they actually come with a fabulous business as well because they are in some ways a very eco-friendly business that transform rice hut into tableware and kitchenware. So they have really started some sort of uh, their website. Uh, the, the students came in, worked out and developed a, a playbook customized for them that helped them strengthen their social media presence. So this will again help them to continue their journey and their ways of engaging their customers in a more effective way uh, while we are well, well, they are trying to grow their business at the same time, overcome all the challenges that is uh, fronting them because of this pandemic. The cybersecurity issues, obviously, one of them as well. How do you help uh, these SMEs get over it? I mean, is it a case of age or just simply a lack of knowledge? That is actually a very important area. Uh, and the second partner that we recently signed up with is actually SD Engineering. Uh, as I was actually, you know, before I get on this call, I was obviously on the on the radio station. I'm actually a big fan of the radio station. <laughs> I was listening to the news that I think Ryan was just talking about that uh, one of the retailers in Singapore was just hit by a bridge just, I think, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think these are all key concerns of businesses that are happening in Singapore. And uh, what we have partnered with SD Engineering is to offer 
the SMEs training to increase their cybersecurity awareness so that they can better safeguard their businesses. So as they put more of their businesses, whether as a customer funds or as a way to engage their business or even in collecting data from their customers, they need to be aware that their operations are safe, they are secure from cyber attacks and cyber threats. So this collaboration actually allows the SMEs relevant trainings and also customized solutions from SD Engineering to uh, counter, to monitor such possible cyber attacks to keep their data, to keep their sites free and their businesses safe. Uh, you know, earlier we mentioned the study by ASME, the Association of Small and Medium Enterprises, and Microsoft, which uh, showed that 56% of the SMEs surveyed said it was too expensive to digitalize. So the question really is, mm. all of these initiatives that you have in place and that you're working on with SMEs, how much is all of this going to set them back? Well, I think it all varies according to the needs of the businesses. But I think with the strong help from all our partners, we are actually uh, able to avail a very good exclusive rate that mm. are uh, available to these SMEs that participate in the, this, this program with us. So hopefully with this exclusive rate, it gives them an additional arm and leg to help them on this journey. I think we all need to accept, and the SME uh, partners that we we have been speaking to accept the fact that uh, going digitization is an important need and there will be some budget that's needed. And it is part of operational costs that will in the end bring in, I think, a lot more returns uh, for them because of the ability to engage better, given all the challenges that we have, and also a way to safeguard the business going into the future. Mm. Uh, I want to talk about the SME Skills Accelerator Program, this in collaboration with Skills Future Singapore. Before getting into the details, is Skills Future Singapore, in your observation with these SMEs, right, is Skills Future Singapore too underestimated? People don't realize how much it, it, it can help. I think I must give really good credit to the government for mm. starting such initiatives such as Skills Future. We are very happy to be part of the Skills Future program. In fact, as one of their known as their Queen Bee, uh, I, I love the, the the icon that they paint towards it. Right, mm. we as the Skills Future Queen Bee <laughs> will, will be one of the anchor companies that help uh, all industry leaders that are recognised for expertise and abilities to help the SMEs to scale up their skills development. And you look at. The, the huge array of possible causes that can help all of us, right? Not just employees, but as an individual itself, there is so much potential for us to learn and continuous learning as well. And, and I think that awareness needs to be brought to the SMEs mm. so that uh, skills development is a key part for them to grow their business and also to retain their employees. Uh, because I, I, we all recognize that SMEs sometimes uh, are... Uh, perhaps lacking in terms of resources to look into these areas. And if we can pull in the right partners, uh, such as SkillsFuture itself, and extend this help to the SMEs, I think that's one of the key things that uh, we, are, we are very happy to, to support the SME community in Singapore. Uh, we are very happy to start this partnership with SkillsFuture in October 20. We are, in fact, extending it for a few more years uh, mm-hmm. with the uh, SkillsFuture partnership because we feel that this whole partnership can equip SMEs with the right skills and resources to grow, to innovate, upskill their employees and uh, definitely improve the uh, employee retention.
You did say that not all SMEs are getting on the skills future bandwagon, right? I mean, I've noticed this myself as well. I've worked for an SME before. And you're right, they don't seem to have the time to think about these things more deeply and to actually take up some of these courses, give their staff time to go for training even. So how do you think you can more powerfully speak to these individuals and make it easier for them to, you know, do practical things like release their staff for training mm-hmm. in spite of the fact that they have such a lean team? So within Prudential itself, what we have set up is uh, working with uh, Skills Future Singapore. We do have a skills manager and mm. we also have some of our financial consultants acting as skills ambassadors. So they will actually reach out to our SMEs, uh, uh, customers and, and partners help them in the first place identify the kind of skills that is needed in their organization. Looking at their staff that are available, to look at what kind of skills do they need given the roles that they're supposed to play. And from there, we try to match with the kind of causes that are available in skills future so that we will then uh, encourage SMEs to put this uh, employee into this program to enrich themselves to go and to develop. On the line with us this morning is Go Teng Kiat, who is Chief Customer Officer for Prudential Singapore. Uh, Teng Kiat, you talked about the skills ambassadors. I think it's a great idea. I do have an opinion question to ask of you. Do you think, and in your observation, that SMEs here in Singapore, are they receptive to listening to industry leaders with experience? I mean, I'm concerned about digitalization, blah, blah, blah. But if you have a story of experience, are they receptive to that? Well, we're very encouraged. Uh, in fact, when we reach out to our SME partners and customers, they, they are very proactive in, uh, in reaching out to us. I guess when we first started this whole partnership skills future Singapore as well, it was at the peak of the pandemic. Everybody mm. are looking for help and support. So we do have very strong participation from uh, SMEs to come in, to do workshops with us, to co-innovate, to ideate, and, uh, and, and we rope in the right partners and the support to help them along the way. And looking at the enthusiasm, I think we are very encouraged by that. Definitely, we would hope to get more SMEs involved. At this moment, we are starting it uh, at a smaller scale, but we're hoping to expand it further. But the initial enthusiasm that we're seeing from the participants are very, very encouraging. You know, adaptability and agility, all of these have become business imperatives, haven't they? And I think this crisis has shown us even more powerfully that businesses need to continue being this way even beyond the current crisis. Uh, You know, we talk about being future ready, but to what extent would you say our SMEs are truly future ready? A lot of them might just say, you know what, I've been through this hard period, I've digitalized since the crisis is tapering and it's likely to come to an end. I'm just going to relax for a while until the next crisis when they'll panic once again because they're not able to evolve or adapt as quickly. How do you think that momentum can be kept going? Uh, Bharati, I think in in my humble point of view, given how fluid situations are these days, not just in health as what we have seen uh, in the last two years, but, but also through looking at how business models are all evolving. I think it, the, the whole need to be adaptable, to be nimble is important, not just for SMEs and also for big businesses as well. Mm. So I, I don't think I can safely say everybody is truly ready, but I think the, the need to bringing that mindset to, to learn fast, 
to be courageous to explore, to try new things, uh, fail is necessary, but learn and pick up is important, not just for SMEs, for all corporations and businesses itself. And if I may say, even to every individual like all of us as well. So I, I think that mindset needs to be extended to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's ever ready, but I think all of us just need to adopt the right mindset, uh, including SMEs. Well, I think that's very well put. Mindset, attitude, really are more crucial than anything else. We've been speaking with Go Tiankiat, who is Chief Customer Officer for Prudential Singapore. Tiankiat, thank you so much for your time this morning. And thanks for being a fan of the show as well. Yeah, definitely. It's been a great pleasure uh, and wish you guys a fabulous weekend ahead. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.